there, and welcome to the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. We're Paris and Alana, friends who have a heart for intimacy and long to uncover God's truth and design for sexual freedom within marriage. Welcome here. Hey, 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 Kingdom Sexuality, we are back. It's actually Thanksgiving as I'm recording this. I have to get this out. Um, It's just been a crazy... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is a crazy time for us. We're in the middle of harvest. It's all good. Um, I was actually super excited about this episode. As you guys know, we're going over our womanhood diaries, which is so exciting for me and really fun. We've been getting good feedback on this. It makes me happy. Um, this is all good. So you guys, if you didn't know already, it is Paris here. I'm going to be your host for today, and we're going to be talking all things conception and ovulation, Okay. So backstory here, as I walk from my journey from being single to married, becoming a wife into motherhood, um, I realized through a hard smack in the face that I had a lot of learning to do about conception and ovulation. I was in the dark, literally, like I did not understand (laughs) and it was not okay. So I am guessing that a lot of you probably had similar experiences. The more I talk to my girlfriends about this, the more I'm like, mm, we kind of all seem to be in the dark on these things. So whether you have educated yourself since, maybe you're just entering this phase of life, or maybe you're just wanting to learn more, we are going to talk about these things today. I'm going to keep this really brief and to the point, and I have some super fun tips at the end of this to help with ovulation Um health and conception health and all of those struggles that can come with infertility and this specific part of your cycle. So stay tuned for that. I'm going to encourage you right now to grab a pen and a notebook and we're going to get to it. So like I said, there's some big misconceptions out there on ovulation and conception. So I'm going to debunk those as we go through this. So here we are. Okay, you guys, we talked about our cycle. We talked about days one through seven, eight-ish. Maybe it's one through five-ish, whatever your period looks like to you. We talked menstruation two episodes ago. If you didn't catch that episode, I highly, highly encourage you to go back, check it out, get up to par with where we're at, and we'll pick up from here. So our cycle, as far as menstruation and ovulation, they're actually umbrellaed under the phase name follicular. So the follicular phase is just that, menstruation through to ovulation. When ovulation is done, the follicular phase is done. We move into the luteal phase, okay? So the follicular phase um, is a really diverse part of our cycle because we're going through the shedding of our uterus to ovulation, that some pregnancy can occur, everything in between there. There's so many things that divulge in that point of our cycles. So as you can see, there's a lot that happens in our bodies hormonally during the follicular phase, okay? You guys can totally go ahead and look into that more if this is your jam. I love studying hormones and all this stuff, but I want to keep it really straightforward for you guys. So we've gone through days one through seven in our cycle, which is menstruation. Next part of our cycles is ovulation, which happens around day 10 to 14-ish. That is not a hard and fast number, ladies, okay? This is all dependent on your cycle, okay? And I'm going to throw in a side note to help you know when you are ovulating. Here are some tips that you can do at home 
totally within your power to do um, to figure yourself out if this is something that you have not got down pat. Maybe you're coming off of birth control. Um, maybe you're coming back into cycling after having babies. Maybe you're just getting to know yourself better with, with your cycle. Here is some things you could totally do. Number one, get yourself a thermometer. Check your temperature every day, every day for the rest of your life. <laughs> if you're doing natural family planning, this is a great thing for you to do because your basal body temperature actually elevates the day that you're ovulating. First thing in the morning, that's what you do. You have a little notepad by your bed and your thermometer. You stick that in your mouth, check your temp, you write it down. When it elevates, even if it's like by 0.4 degrees, you are ovulating. So get very familiar with your temperature. The second thing that you can do is watching your vaginal discharge. This is a huge telltale sign for where you're at in your cycle, um, providing that you are cycling healthily, okay? So during um, so during ovulation, your discharge is like an egg white, slippery, clear, stringy kind of consistency. It makes sense because the sperm needs that to travel up to cause implantation, right? You got me? So um, there's actually a third thing that may or may not um, be a telltale sign for you. This differs per woman. Um, again, we're not a one size fits all. Can I get an amen? Your libido, you might notice it amps up a bit. So that's also a sign that ovulation is near as you are feeling a lot more horny than normal. So I want you guys to get very familiar with your body and stay in tune with its cycle. This is a really healthy um, regime to get into. So let's look at what happens during ovulation, shall we? This is when your ovaries, which is the home of your thousands of eggs that God has placed in your body, releases an egg, okay? So fun fact, do you know that ovulation actually starts in the brain? Super neat. Your follicle-stimulating hormone, otherwise known as FSH, you'll see that. That actually tells your ovaries to get an egg ready. Then your luteinizing hormone, which you'll see abbreviated as LH, um, tells the ovary to release that egg. When the luteinizing hormone spikes, ovulation is being set into motion, okay? It sets into motion about 24 hours after that egg release. And hear me out, ladies, because I'm debunking a major misconception here. Once that ovulation occurs, you have 24 hours to get that egg fertilized if you're working towards pregnancy. Let me say it again for the people in the back. Once that luteinizing hormone lets go, the egg is dropped, you have 24 hours once ovulation starts to work towards optimal fertilization. You have a 24-hour window to get pregnant. That's literally it. I don't know about you, but the first time I heard that, did my research, my mind was a little bit blown because I always heard you have a six-day fertility window. Ladies, you have a six-day fertility window. That is not entirely true. We have about a 24-hour window, which if you guys are really trying to understand conception, pregnancy, fertility, struggling with infertility, this might give you some clarity on the subject, okay? So I want to talk about that six-day fertility window and debunk that as well, all right? 
The thing about that is sperm can live five to six days. That's the catch. So depending on when you and your man are making love, we'll determine a few things in the ease of conception or not. If you aren't tracking your cycle already or have a calendar specific for your cycle, I highly recommend getting one. Just like we talked about our temperature reading, watching our discharge, watching our libido, getting a calendar specific for your cycle and for intimacy is a huge, huge yes in my books, okay? So whether it's, you know, you can, you can track everything from hormone balance. Maybe it's getting to know your cycle better. Maybe you want to get to know how your phases work and you're writing the things down. Maybe you're working towards conception. Maybe you're working with specific hormones and balancing, whatever it may be. Get that on a calendar because they're always going to be able to look back and be like, oh, this is different. Oh, this is improvement. Or, oh man, we've got some work to do because two months ago, this wasn't a thing and now it's a thing. You know what I'm saying? So with a calendar, it makes things so much more practical and simple for you to get a grasp on your fertility and on conception and on your cycle as a whole. It's also a great way to prioritize your sex life. You know that we're all about that here at Kingdom Sexuality. So I'm saying it. Um, you can schedule in your lovemaking. You can get fun with it. You put in your special date and date nights and fun surprises you've got for your man and him for you. Um, you can make working towards conception fun by spicing things up like that in your calendar. It's a fun way to get creative. So I want to encourage you guys with that as well. Now, some of you I'm sure are wondering, what can you do if you battle things like you don't ovulate? you don't think you ovulate, or maybe you are pursuing pregnancy and fertility has definitely become a struggle in your life. First off, I want to say, I'm sorry. And I want to say that we see you and we feel this. Alana and I have each been through our own journey with fertility, hormones, motherhood, etc. And I just want to say that as mamas, we feel that pain. We feel what you're going through and our hearts go out to you. And I want you to know that we support you. And I want you to know that this is a network where we want you to feel loved and covered in prayer by, um, that you can reach out to as a support network. Okay. We are here for you. Secondly, here's some practical advice that can help your body cycle ovulate and conceive. Mind you, like I said earlier, we're not a one size fits all. We are all so different in our bodies, which is actually a beautiful thing. So take this with a grain of salt as you know your body best. I'm going to encourage you to add a lot of these into your daily routine if you haven't already, because not only is it good for our cycles and fertility and just general women's health, but overall wellness as well, right? And we're all about that because we know that also helps us sexually, right ladies? So if you are doing all these things in battling infertility, though, um, I do want to say taking the next step towards testing hormones is a great place to start, specifically testing your luteinizing hormone and your um, FSH, like the hormones we talked about earlier. Get those looked into. It's a good place to start, okay? So get your pens out. This is the fun part. I want to give you guys nine cool tips and tricks that are going to enhance your fertility health, um, implantation, and overall 
sexual wellness, okay? Number one is keep your stress in check. Ladies, when our cortisol spikes and is constantly spiked, it does us so much not good, okay? It's really doing ourselves a disservice. So keep your stress in check. That means getting raw and honest with yourself, learning how to say no, um, and setting boundaries, right? Number two, educate yourself on healthy eating and be sure you are in taking sufficient calories. This actually has quite an impact on ovulation. Number three, exercise daily. You guys, we hear it all the time, but it is, it is true. There is so much importance in this that goes far beyond hormonal health alone um, as well. It is just a good practice. We know it enhances our libido as well. We know it enhances overall wellness exercising daily is key to overall health, okay? Number four is protect your sleep, ladies. Sleep is so important. I get it. If you're a mama, this can be super, super hard. I've been there. I've done that. I know what it's like with teeny babies. Um, and I'm going to be honest with you, I, I really honestly struggle with prioritizing and protecting my sleep. I'm working on making bedtime routine for myself. I don't know why. That just never hit me as a very important thing. But now I see it. Because um, when I have a bedtime routine, my mornings and my days go pretty dang smooth. And I know my body is functioning optimally because it had good sleep. And good sleep equals healing. That's when your body regenerates, okay? So sleep, super important. It affects all the things. Number five, weight optimized. Ladies, we know that a healthy weight is very important. Um, you know what is healthy for you. You know what is a healthy weight for you. Don't let media, don't let culture tell you what is healthy for you you know when and where you feel good, okay? So work towards that wellness goal. Excess weight we know can cause havoc on our hormones and other things. So we want to work on maintaining and structuring a schedule around what feels good for you, what is an ideal weight for you, what is healthy for you, okay? Number six, nutrients unlock. Research what you eat and how it greatly affects your hormones, including ovulation. Super cool. You can get super deep into this. I'm not going to hear. But for anybody that is just such a nutrient junkie, this is a cool topic to look into. Number seven, keep making love. Making love fixes a lot of things. <laughs> it really does. This actually has such a massive benefit for our brains, stress levels, and health and beyond, including beauty, which is super cool. Not that we're vain or anything as a woman, right? But just saying, um, this is really important, especially with the beauty that it holds between husband and wife, okay? This is healing, it's redemption, it's promise, it's hope, it's life, all in one. Keep making love. Number eight, implantation enhancing sex positions. Ladies, you can totally use gravity to your advantage, okay? The missionary position, for example, wife on bottom, husband on top, this aligns the odds to a little bit more favorable. Research shows that. You can prop up some pillows under your bottom to get a little extra gravity working for you. Fun little thing to look into. And number nine, this is our final one. For everybody out there that's like OCD, I'm so sorry. I don't have 10 points. I have nine. <laughs> 
as you can see, it doesn't bother me. Sorry in advance for making you crazy here. Maybe you're going to add your own 10th one and go for it. Um, but number nine is hormones in balance. We talked about the importance of balancing hormones, knowing your hormones, knowing your phases. If your hormones are not in balance, the bottom line is it's no wonder that ovulation and conception can be extra tricky for us. That's just how God made us. Our hormones need to be in conjunction and balance with the rest of our body. There's many ways you could start balancing your hormones naturally, like mentioned above some of those things, but also incorporating things like we said in our previous episodes on menstruation, high quality vitamins, supplements, essential oils support different phases, increased body frequency and nutrient absorption. All these things come into key playing factors when it comes to healthy ovulation. Okay, my friends, that is literally it. Hey friends, thank you so much for hanging out with us as we dive deeper into meaningful, godly intimacy, tackle the hard questions, and embrace truth while we're at it. We're also on Instagram at Kingdom Sexuality. You'll find our Instagram handle below in the show notes, where you'll also see any other resource links we may have mentioned in today's episode. As always, our hearts are to cultivate deep community and freedom with you guys. And we cannot wait to continue this journey alongside you. We'll see you in the next episode. tackle the hard questions, and embrace truth while we're at it. We're also on Instagram at Kingdom Sexuality. You'll find our Instagram handle below in the show notes, where you'll also see any other resource links we may have mentioned in today's episode. As always, our hearts are to cultivate deep community and freedom with you guys. And we cannot wait to continue this journey alongside you. We'll see you in the next episode.